Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Seven Land Productions presents Crystal Blue. Season 1. Episode 2. The Shooting Star. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Holy shit. Nine years? They gave you nine years on this rock? That's got to be a mistake. It's not. No one's ever got nine years suspension on one of the Theras. Most active duty in the EDF is four to eight years. That's insane that a punishment would be longer than the term of service. Nothing he could have done would have warranted a punishment such as this. If what he did was really that bad, they would have just given him a dishonorable discharge. Where are you going? To talk to the captain. It won't matter. Come in. Well, I knew you'd show up. It's accurate, though. The terms clearly state... Nine years? That's what it says. I contacted Yusuf at HQ. And there wasn't a mix-up. What the hell did that kid do? The logs read he stole a ship and openly disobeyed a general's orders. Well, we both know that's bullshit. It is, but there's nothing we can do about it, Carter. What's even the purpose of sending him here? His terms of service are going to expire before his terms of punishment. Actually, no. He signed on for 12. 12 years? Active? Yeah. Why the hell would he do that? I don't know, Carter. But he did. He served two years, so he has ten years left. Nine of which will now be spent at good old Crystal Blue. Nine years to keep him around for one more? Unless he decides to re-enlist. Jesus. Come on, you know me better than that. Right when the terms were sent to me, I contacted HQ. I even told Max to give me a direct link to the colonel. I know, Captain. It's just... I've never heard of such a long term. I'm sure it breaks the record. I thought my term was long. Man... Nine years here. Most people go into a deep depression when they find out it's over two. Well, I talked to the kid. He may be a bit of a dunce, but he's got a strong head on his shoulders. He didn't give you any indication as to what actually happened, did he? No, but I didn't pry. He'll open up when he's ready, if he's ever ready. You know the embarrassment? It took you nearly three months before you opened up. Tim, what about you? When does everyone find out why you're here? You were holding the crystal blue record, right? (laughs) Yeah, that'll stay in the vault until my time is served. (laughs) And to think we were friends. Friends? I won't even tell my wife what happened. All right. Well, sorry to bother you, Cap, but had to hear it for myself. Not a problem. Uh, Carter, would you care for a smoke? Brand new box of cigars came in with the shipment. Actual cigars, or are we talking metal pipes? The real deal. They come from the shipment or from Reeves? (laughs) You know me too well. 
They royals? What else? Care for one? Actually, I need to get back to the newbies. Thought I'd show them around the garage more. Ferris and Rich were asleep when we first went through. But they really should get a demonstration of Carter, it. the smokes were just a way of enticing you to sit. And why would I need enticing? Because I have some news. Oh? I'm glad. Sounds like good news. Care to have a seat? Not really, but I will. Good. What is it, Captain? Here. Captain cut a cigar and passed it over. He lit it for me and smirked. Thanks. Then he took care of his own. He puffed a few times and leaned back in his chair, casually propping his feet on the corner of the desk. A message came for you, and I'm just going to come out and say it. They're ending your term. What? They want you back on Pharaoh. When did this message come in? It came in with Quentin Palmer's terms. HQ feels you've served enough time, so they're cutting you loose. They said they need you. And what if I don't want to go? You have to. Carter, don't fight. No, Captain. I still have a year left. Not anymore, you don't. Captain, I... I can't leave. Not now. Not yet. Jesus, Carter. Most people would kill for an early leave. Then let someone else go. What about Sarko? Please. The only other person who generally likes it here on Thera 2 is Sarko. Then send someone else. Roman, Ferris, Rich, Yara, Maisie. Kay? <sighs> Come on, Carter. I know you want to stay because of her. Not entirely. Carter, you're seriously going to lie to me? You know as well as I do that if I leave now, Kay and I will never see each other again. You don't know that? You could easily keep in touch. Not easily. I have four more years of active duty. She's got three. Who knows where they'll send us. I could be on Pharaoh by the moons of Kalar and she'll be on some cargo ship on the outskirts of LT-22. I knew this was going to be difficult. Just say that I'm not done here. With what? The APT? You're not even working on it. And do you really think they give a shit about any of the towers we erect here? They're time wasters, so half the occupants don't go nuts. Say I'm insubordinate or that you need me for something else. You know that supply shuttle takes off in about 30 minutes. Gavin and Reeves told me they're almost done unloading. You're supposed to be on it. Leaving. Tell them you couldn't find me. You got the message late and couldn't locate my whereabouts. I was out test driving the ATG. Shit, Rich and Ferris just finished fixing one up this morning. You know how much trouble you could get me into? You know you still want me around. You really want Sarko doing security? One of the newbies? <sighs> Damn it, Carter. Well, don't make me out to be a complete liar. Go to the garage and test drive the rebuilt ATG. And don't come back for at least two hours. You got that? All right, Captain. Thank you. I took one last long drag of the cigar and stubbed it out on the curved ashtray. You do know Kay's going to be upset, right? That you stayed here for her? I know. I'll just break it to her gently. Can I, uh, borrow two cigars? <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Aye, sir. I walked out of the office feeling uneasy. Well? I saw Palmer and Stude standing in the corner. I, um, I have to take care of something right now. Your bags are in the barracks. I suggest, uh, unpacking and spending some more time in the screening room. Um, okay. Oh, and kid? Yeah? Sorry about your deal. It's accurate. I don't know what you did, but whatever it was, doesn't seem fair. He bit his bottom lip and nodded as I spun around and took off. Oh, 
what did I just done? If I told anyone I'd turn down a chance to leave this torn up warehouse we call Crystal Blue, they'd go apeshit. And that goes for Kay, too. Kay and I met here. She'd arrived six months ago on the same supply shuttle everyone arrives on. She was lucky. She arrived alone, but two people left, so she was able to secure a job in maintenance. Something she had a lot of prior experience doing. Didn't take long for her and I were meeting at the top of the tower. The place has now become our spot. Five and a half months later, we're still meeting up, spending all our free time together. Thing is, we both have a year left to serve on Thera 2. If we fly back to the moon base together, we could get hitched and the EDF would be forced to acknowledge our marriage by keeping us in the same unit. While I do feel Kay has strong feelings for me, she tends to have trouble with expressing those feelings. She takes her job seriously and hardly lets anyone see her in a vulnerable state. I know when I tell her about the early leave, she's going to be upset. Oh well, there's nothing I can do now. I have an ATG to test. I left the newbies to fend for themselves. I had to get out of here. When I entered the garage, I saw Alan Ferris and Hunter Rich sitting on a counter, tossing screws into several small waste baskets. Ferris and Rich were the outpost mechanics. Of course, that's not what they were in the EDF. They had learned how to be mechanics by watching tutorials in the screening room and getting some hands-on experience. They were nice guys, but seldom mingled, and one could tell just by looking at them. They were lazy. Which baskets were three? Those ones. But the two on top of the desk are worth five points. Wanna take a shot? No time. Is ATG ready to go out? Which one, man? One you just fixed. Yeah, we told you. It's been ready. Then why is it still on the lift? Because we're gonna take it out tomorrow. Nah, I'm taking it out now. What are you talking about? Captain wants me to test it. Right now? Correct. Can you bring it down? Oh shit, man. Where are you taking it? You're not taking it out of the valley, are you? Why does that matter? Because the shocks aren't fixed yet. I thought you guys said it was ready to go out. It is. Just not out of the valley. <laughs> Just lower it. Seriously? Forget it, Ferris. Let him take it out. Unless shit we have to do tomorrow. Yeah, you guys look swamped. <sighs> Fine. Here. Ferris leaned back and grabbed a red pad hanging from a cable looped around the steel rafter. He pressed a large green button. Looks like you guys need to fix the lift. Sounds horrible. Still works, though. Right. There you go, your highness. Thanks. Just watch out for brush. And avoid any red rock standing more than a foot. Really? It's all terrain. <laughs> Not anymore, it isn't. And you could thank the builders for that. Ruin the freaking thing. I climbed atop and strapped in. One of you get the door? Ferris. If I make this shot, you get the door. Top one? Top one. All right. Go ahead, man. No way you can make it. Seriously? Nothing but... Net! Ha! Damn it! Get that door, fairy. Luck. Pure luck. Looks like you guys need to fix the bay door, too. One thing at a time, man. One thing at a time. I waited for the bay door to fully open. Then I hit the power switch. 
A soft glow of blue light emitted from the bottom as the vehicle slowly rose about two feet off the ground. I waited for the kickstands to retract and then I was off. Bring it back in one piece! ATG, or all-terrain glider, is a hover vehicle that usually glides over just about anything, even brush and red rock. But like everything else in Crystal Blue, nothing worked how it was supposed to. It started delicately, but eventually ramping up power, I glided across the valley trying to max speed in an attempt to lose myself in the blur created by doing so. Red rock walls whizzed by. Damn, this felt great. You know, I don't normally accept pity, but I guess I can make an exception this time. Really? What? I was just trying to be nice. I'd rather you rub salt in my wound. Why? Because I'm not used to you being nice. No need to change moods because of my predicament. You're not upset about being forced to stay here nine years? What the hell am I supposed to do about it? We were on the second floor of the sleeping quarters. There was a row of eight beds with storage units on either side. There were eight beds on the first floor, but they were all taken. Both Palmer and I unpacked, choosing two beds near the end of the row. They were the only two without clothes on them, so we figured they were open. Plus, I'm going to remain optimistic. I don't think it'll be that bad here. You going to write that in your diary? Maybe. Seriously, what did you do? I read the logs on the ship, and there's no way you got nine years for disobeying a general's orders. Something more must have happened. Why? Because it's bullshit and you know it. This general was an ass. So you're telling me what was in the logs was accurate? You read them yourself. What did he order you to do? Something I wasn't going to do. Which was... Nothing. Man, you won't shut up for three straight weeks on our way here. But now? Now you're all hush-hush? I am no longer taking questions at this time. Fine. Keep your secrets. It's your time. I was just trying to be nice. Yeah, well, you haven't had the practice. Hey, what's this? We both spun around to see a large chubby bald dude standing in the doorway. It was the same dude who greeted the shuttle with Carter and the captain earlier in the day. What's what? What are you doing unloading your stuff there? That's Bulls. Bulls? Yes, Bull. Bull. Big burly builder. That's his bed. There was nothing here. There was nothing in the storage containers. That's his bed. That's his storage. He pointed to the storage containers one bed over. Why isn't it near his bed then? Because that's his bed too. Why do you think they're so close? He gets two beds? Bull's a big dude. Bigger than me if you can believe it. And he won't be happy with you taking half his stuff. I, I didn't know. There was nothing here. Hey, do what you want. No, wait. Okay, I'll move. Am I okay? Yeah, that bed is free. Belonged to Nikolai. 
And Nikolai is... Gone. Term ended six months ago. Oh. What about this bed? No. Why not? Because that's mine. Well, all the other beds have stuff on them. That bed is free. The bald man pointed to a bed with a pile of clothes on it. It is? Yup. What about all the clothes? Can I move them? I wouldn't. Why? Because the clothes are bulls. Oh, come on. He gets two beds and gets to use another one as a hamper. That's not fair. (laughs) Go ahead and move them then. But Bull don't like people touching his stuff. Well, what am I supposed to do? You can wait till he gets back. And when's that? Couple days. You gotta be kidding me. <laughs> Welcome to Crystal Blue. <laughs> the man walked out scratching his belly and laughing. Still think it won't be that bad? I ended up getting back about three hours later. The two suns were setting. A lot of people complained about the heat, but it actually didn't get much hotter here than back home. Parked the vehicle by the garage and got off to open the bay door. Stupid control panel was acting up again. That's okay about that. But after my third attempt and a solid fist slam, the door eventually opened. I walked the ATG into the garage, descending the stands, and turned off the power. The ATG rested on its legs and gave a settling sigh. Everyone was in the mess hall since it was dinner time. It's funny. For all the drama that goes on around here, for some reason when food is served, it's like it's non-existent. Of course, not everyone was here now. Sarko and company still weren't back. Hey, Worm. Oh, look. More meatloaf. They don't send enough of me to make lavish entrees. Good thing none of us are picky. You can't be. What about the new shipment today? Nothing good? Sure, but out with the old first. All right. Worm went back into the kitchen as I finished filling my tray. I noticed Palmer and Stude sitting at opposite ends of a table. Kay, Maisie, and Dr. Yoon were at another table chatting. Rich and Ferris were at the back table. And the captain was in his normal corner spot, but getting up. He threw his scraps away and put his tray on the counter. So Carter, you were out there for a long time. The captain approaches I made for the closest table. Hey, Cap. I, uh, had too much fun out there. Well, I got an important message. Apparently, HQ wanted me to send you back on the supply shuttle. They said they were ending your term early. Is that so? It is, but I couldn't find you. You must have been out testing the ATG, huh? 
Yeah. That's too bad. Guess I gotta stay. Guess so. Captain smacked me on the back and smirked. Thanks, Cap. I wouldn't do it for just anybody. When my time did come to leave this place, I was gonna miss that guy. I was just about to sit and eat when I saw Kay dropping her empty tray off at the kitchen counter. I went over to her. Hey, Carter. Kay, uh, we need to talk. About what? Nothing horrible. I just need to tell you something. Tower? Five minutes. Thought enough time for you? She motioned to my tray of food. I'll eat fast. Okay. scarfed down my food, but I'm not sure why. Kay wasn't even here yet. Cool night air sent a wave of goosebumps up my arms and down my neck. There were three moons orbiting there, too. It cast a soft, bluish glow over the valley. The top of this tower was our meeting spot, and for good reason. It provided privacy, and it gave us a beautiful view. What's this about? Okay. Not sure how you're going to take this, so I'm just going to say it. I was granted early leave. They canceled the rest of my term here. But, I declined to go. I was supposed to be on the shuttle heading back, but I went joyriding instead. Wanted to give the captain an excuse for not sending me. Why? Why what? (sighs) Why did you decline? Because I love it here. Okay. Now, tell me the real reason. If you think it's because of you... I do think it's because of me. Well, what if it is? Oh, shit. Carter, why would you do that? You know, most people in this situation would be... happy. But as you know, I'm not most people. Kay. I don't want you to change your life around for me. I didn't ask you to stay. It was my choice. And now, you're stuck here. What if something happens between us? Like what? Like anything. If we don't work out, you're going to regret this decision, and you're going to blame me. No, I won't. Oh, and you don't think that puts pressure on us? I don't think so, no. Why would it? Hey. I just want you to know that if I was granted early leave, I would go. I figured that, which was true, but still hurt. It's not about you. I know that too. It's about the EDF. Kate, I know who you are. I don't expect you to stay for me. I also didn't expect you to understand my decision. Just because our terms are up at the same time, and just because we will leave this place together, doesn't mean we will end up in the same place. Together. (laughs) Look, I like you, Carter, but I love the EDF. 
And just because I made a mistake and was forced to spend some time here really doesn't mean my feelings have changed. The EDF is number one. I... I told you that. I remember. Remind me often. Sorry. This doesn't have to be any more than you want it to be. I want it to be what it is now. Okay? Can't plan for the future. I'm here for the EDF until I serve my time. Everything else is secondary. Right. I still care about you. She caressed my cheek. I really do. I don't know how I would have survived the past six months if you weren't here. But this is where it ends, right? Uh, what? Here. At this place. Everything will eventually end here. At Crystal Blue. <sighs> don't do that. Well, that's what you said. You don't have a plan for the future other than serving. Carter! So why keep going? <sighs> I better go. I told Worm I'd help fix the washer. Okay. I felt sick now. And it wasn't because I scarfed down my dinner. What did I expect? It wasn't a shock to me that I cared about our relationship more than she did. Kay was very self-involved and cared more about the Earth Defense Force than anybody I'd ever met in my entire life. You'd think that one would be cynical about being sent to this rock as punishment, but for some reason that didn't faze her. I'm sure there were reasons for that loyalty of hers, but she was a tough nut to crack. Very seldom did she share her feelings. Shit. Maybe I should have left. A huge gust of wind powered through the valley, making the turret catwalk creak and sway. It was getting colder. I should head in. But maybe I'll take in the beautiful clear night for just a few more minutes. But I ended up staying for a whole hour, thinking. Oh wow. Shooting star. (sighs) Time to make a wish. How about making Gavin return with the supply shuttle so I can retract my decision? Wait a second. That's not a shooting star. The fiery object shot across the sky and disappeared over the horizon. What the hell was that? I decided to head to communications, which was on the first level. I wasn't sure who'd be down there right now, Maisie or Max. Hopefully they pick it up on radar. I didn't see anything. When did you take over? What about Maisie? Maisie threw a fit yesterday because I slept in, so I took over early today to make up for it. She went to the mess for dinner, but I don't know where she is now. On Android Communications, I found Max with his feet up on the keyboard and his headphones on full blast. He was listening to some techno-pop song. He didn't hear me come in, so I decided to kick him aware. I'm telling you, I didn't see anything. Of course you didn't. You weren't even paying attention. You do realize I don't have to stare at the screen the whole time, right? That's how this system works. That's how most systems work. Well, something hit. Are you sure it wasn't a shooting star? Positive. Meteorite? 
Who knows? Can't you check it out? I'm telling you, the comp didn't pick anything up. And the radar's fine. I checked it last week. Now, if it was a smaller space rock, it probably slipped through. Yeah, but it wasn't small. Run a scan. Ugh, it will take a while. Are you really that busy? Hey, it's a new album. Came in with supplies. I've been looking forward to it. And you have plenty of time to listen. Carter, you're killing me. I'll run a scan. But I'm telling you, it was a rock. Just do it. What, now? <laughs> yeah, run the scan. You're going to stand there and watch me? It's going to take a long time. And that's if your girlfriend fixed the sensors. Can you not do that? <laughs> Sorry, but it really will take a while. Fine, just let me know when it's done. I decided to hit the sack early. I was tired from my ride and the fact that I was now depressed. When I reached the barracks, I heard Palmer and Stooge upstairs, but I couldn't hear what they were talking about. I remember what it was like to be a newbie. They'd find their place soon enough. And they would add to the drama soon enough, too. I didn't see Kay in her alcove. She was probably somewhere with Maisie. <sighs> Didn't take long till I was fast asleep, dreaming of the night sky and the mysterious object. Hey, uh, Carter? Carter? Carter, wake up, damn it! Uh, what? Huh? Max? I looked about the dark room, letting my eyes adjust. Everyone was asleep in their beds except Max, who was kneeling beside mine, and oddly enough, Kay wasn't there either. Where was she? Did she take guard duty tonight? Carter. What? As much as it pains me to say it, you were right. Is that so? It wasn't a space rock. Yeah? Yeah. It was a shuttle. And it crashed. Crystal Blue. Written and edited by Robert M. Lamb. Starring Robert M. Lamb as Stooge. Gina Coyle as Palmer. Jack Austin as Carter. Ariel Hack as Kay. Brian Messick as Captain Hiltz. Brett Wilkins as Max. Corey Pettit as Maisie. Lucas Webley as Dr. Yoon. Ryan Wiggs as Rich. David Queequee as Ferris and Mark Croftis as Worm. Co-starring Joseph Rodriguez. Music provided by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com and Artlist.io. If you enjoy the show, don't forget to visit 7lamb.com for more audio dramas such as this one. And don't forget to rate and review. This has been a Seven Lamb production.
You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply.